This is Todd Uterstadt from the podcast From Founder to CEO, and you're listening to Bob Noli on Labrador Leadership. Sweet. Live from the RVA, this is the Labrador Leadership Podcast with Dr. Bob Nolly. The program that brings you the leadership skills that can make you the most authentic, approachable leader for the sake of your business, your team, and for you. Now, here's Bob. Hi. Hi, everybody. How are you? Welcome back, folks. Come on up to the porch. It's still the heat of the summer. Sit here where it's cool. Welcome to the Labrador Leadership Podcast. Dogs will get out of the way. Have a seat. Alex, how are you? I'm fantastic. I know I say that every, probably every show that, I, that I'm that i on, but I really, you know, I'm really uh, having a great week. Yeah, so that's, that's good. That's always nice to hear, right? From your cohort. Yeah, absolutely. You know how important I always said it's important to make sure the corners of your mouth stay up. And, you know, I think we sound like that today. We hope everybody that's listening has the corners of their mouths up too. Yeah, you you know, know. Go ahead. (laughs) For the most part, you and I do sound pretty upbeat. Um, But, you know, there's always the, the, the moments where we have to talk about um, you know, not so happy things or, uh, yeah, let's do another episode on stress. Things. Let's do another episode on stress. That'll drag we're us. Not into gonna, the we're not going to do that for a while because <laughs> people can't handle it. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's an interesting thing. Um, you know, when you think about, uh, the monotony of, um, of kind of, you know, every, every week saying, Oh yeah, how are you doing? And then we're saying fantastic. And I'm sure sometimes, you know, um, people can, people can tell when we're not really doing so fantastic. Um, but you know, it's, it's interesting because I mean, I have a routine and so every week, especially every Wednesday or, or whenever, whatever day that we're airing, I kind of have a daily routine for our, our recording day. Do you have a, a routine for the recording day? Yeah. So what do you do differently? Oh, oh, you know, I, I, I have to rush my um getting off work getting home and kind of you know i have to um walk the dog feed the dog walk oh, the yeah, dog now again. there's a puppy yeah now there's a puppy involved right so there's you know you feed it and then it's like a chicken so then it just goes to the bathroom and so you have to you you, you get home you take it out you feed it you take it out again you try to stuff food in your mouth you try to and i so most of the time i eat dinner and i um I do some research or uh, read some articles right before we um, right before we tape because I, you know, I like to kind of jog my memory. That's good prep. Way to go, Chip. Yeah. And to on go, my Chant. lunch break, on my lunch break, I make a I make lists. Oh, the list maker. For, yeah. Yeah, but just on the recording days, I try not to make lists other other days. Hey, so how do you? I mean, just that that's great within the context of what we're doing here. And thank you for all of that. But within the context <laughs> of your job, which is very important to you on the revenue side, as right. mine was to me, uh, uh, the start of your day, you know, when they, when the alarm goes off, do you have a routine there at uh, O-Dark 30? Oh, yeah. And it's not, it's not dark. I mean, you know, I wake up at seven and get on the train at eight, but, um, that hour in between uh, getting up and getting and getting on the train is 
is pretty funny. Um, I am a uh, a bed sloth, so I don't want to get out of bed, number one. I know that now that I have this dog, I have to get out of bed, and it has to go to the bathroom before it goes to the bathroom in my house. So I pick it up. I take it outside. Um, I come back in. I immediately feed the dog and then lay back in bed. When the dog is done eating, she comes and gets me. She... Um, <laughs> Winds to get up in my bed. I pick her up and then I accidentally <laughs> fall back asleep for like 20 minutes. And then I wake up, I rush, I make myself lunch. I take her out again. I put her in my roommate's room and then I get on the train. You know, um, the train is, it's not like I t- can take a different route to work every day. It, you know, you do the same thing every day. Which you train know exactly. is it? I take three trains. So I take the G up to, up to Queens I take the E or the M across the river into Manhattan, and then I take the six train up to the Upper East Side. So it's not, it's, I don't have an easy morning by any means. By the time I get to work at nine, uh, I actually, the women at the Starbucks in um, the lobby floor of my office building laugh every time I walk through the line because they know exactly what coffee I'm going to get. <laughs> they know exactly and they can almost tell like what day I'm going to get a banana and what day I'm going to get a bagel like how stressed out I look um, at 9am before I've even done any work so I, I get upstairs um, I turn on my computer I check my emails I have to sit there for like 10 minutes and eat whatever I have I'm not I'm not a big morning eater but I have to just get it over with um so I eat whatever I have. I start to answer emails and then I go immediately into my, my, my work. But so that, that like two hours where I'm awake before work is probably the most stressful part of my day. Wow. And it's, hard, it, get to work. it's, it's hard to read or anything on any of those trains I imagine because you're probably standing up holding on to the pole. Well, I can't read because I, I only go one or two stops per train. Oh, yeah. So if I opened a book or a magazine, and so uh, and that's where podcasts kind of come into play. I I definitely um, listen to them because I can just download them and, and play them when even when I'm underground, which is nice. Um, but yeah, so the whole hustle and bustle of New York, I'm such a procrastinator, and I really haven't gotten the hang of of trying to get every place 30 minutes early. So that, that first few hours is, is hard for me. But once I do get to work and sit down on my desk, it's almost, uh, it's almost therapeutic to a sit because I've been commuting for a whole hour at that point on my feet. Um, so you get your, you get your, your desk when you get into work to work, then are you, are you in a position there to be able to make a choice as to what happens first? Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously if I walk into craziness, then, you know, there's going to be a stack of things already on my desk for me to do. Um, you know, some weeks I have it a little bit more lax, uh, but, and, and this week is one of them. Um, so if I'm alone in my office, which happens often, um, I could be alone for the first 30 minutes to an hour. Uh, my, my routine, isn't really that affected. I still do the same things. Um, and it is, I mean, who doesn't check their email the first thing? Like I check my email in the morning when I wake up and then I check my work email. Just as that little bing to- came on there, that was so appropriate. Good. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That was <laughs> no, my email. No. Uh, but yeah, so 
you know, I don't know anybody that doesn't check their email first when they get to work. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, absolutely. My, my take is a little bit different. Uh, I do look at it this way. I look at the idea that for me at this point, and it may be the age I'm at or just might be the environment I'm in, is those AM hours are prime time. Yeah. That is prime time. So I will get up at the crack of dawn and get the puppy here out and taking care of business and get the all the animals fed. And then very shortly after that, Jackie's ready to go out the door. And then right there after that, I will take care of myself. And right. I'll either read a little scripture or a little meditation. And then after that, that's when I do the creative work that really needs, you know, the creative bandwidth I've got. Yeah. And I've got a little timer and I try to do that at a minimum, you know, actually I'd like to do it for a lot more, 30 minutes because mm -hmm. I just make sure, keep my head down on that for 30 minutes. And if I get in the groove, it'll go longer and it's good. Right. After that, that's still pretty good time in terms of the brainwaves for me. Then I'll do research after that. Mm. And that means going into Feedly and checking down all the things. So I, you know, I'm following on Feedly like uh, 400 blogs. Wow. So I, I do some keyword search through them. Feedly allows me to do that. And, you know, we're looking at like 200 leadership blogs here because we're experts on this. I mean, we have to do that. Right. And uh, then I may take a break from that and check the mail then. Because, you know, if it's if it's urgent and, and messy and bad news, I'll get a phone call or text or something. But then I'll wade through the email first thing and uh, and we'll just go with that. And then after that, it's uh, it just kind of trickles down from there. But when you and I record at the end of the day, one thing I try to do is make sure I haven't been yelling and screaming all day that I haven't been recording other work, doing stuff for any classes I'm teaching or anything like that. So I try to at least sound halfway decent when you and I get together at the end of the day. Right. But for me, that whole bell-shaped curve is that thing at the top of the day. That is the prime time there, at least for me. See, for me, it's opposite. I have all of my creative energy at night. I've always been a night owl, though. And so I think that that's really when, that's when I do all my writing so I do my read, like any reading that I want to get done, um, if, if it doesn't put me to sleep, which sometimes I just need it because I'm such a night owl. Um, but yeah, that's, a, you know, uh, and I'm working on my computer. I'll be working on my computer at night and I'll be doing graphic design work and I'll be writing something and I'll be researching something. And so, and in that time, it's like, as long as everyone just leaves me alone, it becomes sort of a routine and it doesn't matter what exactly I'm doing. But it's kind of me time, you know? Yeah, I like that. You know, it's kind of funny. I'm, you and I have never connected or got anything done like it in in that midnight hour uh, or that time frame because that's kind of genetic for me because my dad, who everybody just met over the past Father's Day weekend, uh, <laughs> he is the king of the night owls. He, oh, really? will, he will sit up with his briefcase back in the day or watching TV until three in the morning and my mom is screaming, Bobby, come to bed. You know, it just helps be up three in the morning. And when we're uh, under the roof with him, perhaps on vacation down, down visiting him at the beach or whatever, 
you know, I'll come up from swimming at like three in the afternoon and, and there he is crunching a bowl of alphabets or something like that. He's just come to the yeah. surface. And part of that, sure, he's getting long his years and, and needs needs some more. He probably's not going to appreciate me saying this. Needs some more sleep, but <laughs> he is yeah, definitely yeah. not out. And, you know, by nature, by, I am too, because all of a sudden about eight or nine o'clock, all of a sudden the engine starts to churn up again. And I tried to kind of manage that because if i really let the rpm spin up then i'll be lying there looking at the ceiling you know going oh my i'm not going to i got to do this i got to do this i want to do this oh think about that oh so you're right yeah the night time is the right time yeah so i found this really cool article on um on huffington post and it's called here's how americans spend every minute of their day and so it's an infographic that is actually constantly moving and it's showing you um in millions uh how many people are doing what at each time so as i'm looking at it right now the, the numbers are constantly moving and it's talking about you know just the things that people do on uh, uh, every day at certain times. So right now there's 38 and a half million. Oh yeah. 38 and a half million people eating dinner because it's eight twenty. Oh, but get this. There's Is that adjusted for time zones and all? Yeah. Well, and you know, some people eat early and some people eat late. So I'm sure that there's some sort of an average. There's 87 million people watching TV right now. Oh, America. America. Right? Oh. Exactly. There's only 6 million learning. But there's 24 million doing leisure activities. So it's, I mean, it's really cool to kind of look. And then they have it broken down by age group, too. Ooh. So it's, it's, And we can link that really up cool. in the show notes, right? We'll get the link to put that in the notes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, gra- I'll, grab, the, I'll grab the link for okay, it. Thanks. But it's really cool to just see uh, the different, and, and, you know, you and I just spoke about this, the different things that people do in their daily routines or these, or these habits really at different ages, at different times. I mean, it's just, it really is mind blowing, you know, whereas I'm sure not to say when I'm your age, but when I'm your age, oh, I'll be a oh, person and, and my dogs will go out earlier and I'll get things uh-huh. done a little, uh, a little sooner, you know, but it, it's just, it's, it's almost um, unreal you know, how many, how many people are, are doing things like they're still working. They're still at work. Yeah. Yeah. And you, clearly, I mean, some, in some places it's five thirty. it's always, it's always five thirty somewhere. So somebody is, you know, working late, but there's probably, I mean, half of New York is probably still working at eight thirty. Yeah. You know, I've, I've got to one, if you're, if you're in that job, that's passionate and you really can't wait to put your feet on the floor in the morning to get to it. And you're in there all night, you know, and you're at 11 o'clock at night doing something you love. Yeah. But how are you taking care of yourself then? Well, it's funny because there's only 15 million people, 15.3 million people caring for their family right now. Oh, oh, right. Oof. So you have to think about that. You know, it's, <laughs> well, you know, it, it, yeah. four five million people corresponding by phone or email right now. And we fall into that category, you know? So, I mean, it's just really, it, it really comes down to, um, I'm sure your geographic location, number one, oh, you yeah. know, I, I feel like some places are, um, 
more traditional in the fact that, you know, they're done with work at five o'clock, they leave, they go home, they feed their family, they go to soccer practice, that kind of thing. Um, whereas there's a very uh, deconstructed sense of kind of typical everyday American life here in New York. So, I mean, you know, everybody's doing things at different times, but it would be interesting to kind of get some feedback on on our listeners' uh, daily routines. You know, if they have um, a certain routine in the morning. You know, I was just talking to my my dad um, in for Father's Day uh, on the podcast, and and he was kind of telling us a little bit about his morning routine. And I mean, his morning routine is something that he'll always be. I will always think of him getting up and having his coffee and and doing what he does at five thirty in the morning. I mean, I've caught him enough times coming home late when I was in high school, you know, seeing him and sneaking in through the back door, watching him <laughs> drink coffee and stuff. But, you know, it's it's just really, um, it, it's really funny to just think like, well, I wonder what the best routine would be. So, you know, something you and I have both left out here when we kind of sketched out what our days are like these days is uh, when when do you like to or when can you go to the gym? I, I'm like almost religious about going to the gym at the times that I go to the gym. So I always go to the gym between nine and 11 at night. And so that's what I do instead of going out and, and hang out with my friends and all that stuff. I, I just go to the gym. Yeah. I've, I've been shifting recently. We were going in the morning and I mean like at Oh five thirty, and then, uh, I was doing some work with a trainer and that was a little later. We slept into like Oh seven hundred. But now that the whole schedule and scheme of things has changed, I've slipped into midday just after that prime time uh, time frame that I talked about at the start of the day for me. So after that, that's the slot for me now. And I think that keeps me from being a slug in the afternoon. So You know, they say people that work out in the morning um, are the most successful people. They say if you work out in the morning, it, it jogs your um, it, it jogs your energy, uh, it gets your brain flowing, and then that way, w- once you get to work or get working on on whatever project you're working on, your brain's already going, so you don't have to have that like slow, sludgy startup with coffee that I have to have. Yeah, but, I, I can see that. When, when I was there in that early morning slot, though, I'd be coming back and I go, now I've got to take care of the animals and now I have to, you know, just shower and get ready to go. And now what about this thing here I need to do before I go? So all of a sudden that prime time just kind of dissolved a little bit. Right. I think the important thing, though, is for to make sure that everybody just notices their patterns and tendencies and, you know, has that routine that seems to make sense. And here's the hard part. Look for opportunities to improve it that are not too painful to you. Yeah, you know, if it's if if you sit back and say, "Oh, you know what? I could allocate my time better." Then, you know, start to kind of slowly turn the dial on your habits and kind of do things at different times of the day and you'll probably work yourself into a cycle where you can be more productive. Yeah, that's a great perspective. Hey, you know, we've kind of just like peeked under the lid here, part of this talking about what time do you go to the gym? You know, we have an opportunity <laughs> here on another episode. We'll talk about all the health uh, prospects for your job and what that can mean to you and things you need to look at and opportunities you have because it's more than just more than you think. I think this has been a good one. Thanks a bunch. Hey, thank you. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, this is good. Okay. So everybody get your day off to a great start. Do I sound like K E double L low double good killer? (laughs) Oh, that would be horrible. Uh, 
And we have some news. We'll talk about it the next episode. The new Leaderati is coming. Please find out about it. Text Labrador to 33444. Labrador to 33444. Alex, thanks so much for today. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Labrador Leadership Podcast. For the sake of all the special people in your life that deserve you to be the best leader you can be. Connect with us on our website at labradorleadership.com, on Facebook at Labrador Leadership, and on Twitter at Lab Leadership. Now, here's a final thought from Bob. That's not such a hard thing, is it? A good start to the day? good start to the day will turn your day into a great day and go a long ways to help you keep the corners of your mouth up. All right, folks, take care of one another. Remember what I said about that. Have a good day. See you next time.